You're listening to Breakaway Wealth, the show designed to help you build wealth faster, think bigger, and break out of the herd. Now, here's your host, Jim Oliver. Before we jump into today's show, we have some exciting news to share with you. Our brand new online community platform is now live. Get access to free on-demand, in-depth training courses on topics like infinite banking, cryptocurrency, real estate investing, and much more. Just go to community.createtailwind.com. That's community.createtailwind.com. Or check out the show notes of this episode to find the direct link to request to join the community. Now, on to the show. Welcome back, Breakaway Wealth. I'm your host, Jim Oliver, and with me today, my good friend and somebody we've been using for Create Tailwind. It's, hopefully, you've seen some improvements over the last couple of months. Marie Mack. Welcome, Marie. Hey, Jim. Thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited that we get to chat a little bit more about business and things. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on. And I love your background and I love some of the things, especially for somebody who's not an organized person or an <laughs> implementer. Um, I love the things that you're that you're helping us with. So tell the audience kind of what you do and, and a little bit about you and your background. Yeah, absolutely. So I have a background as a Black Hawk helicopter pilot. Um, so when I started that career in my early 20s, I didn't really know where it, what kind of skills I would get from that. Um, so went into the Army, did all kinds of fun things, flew Blackhawks for about eight years, absolutely loved it. Um, and then life transitions as it does to having some kids. And at that point, I had to make a decision on, you know, do I stay home with them? Do I want to be involved as a mother? Um, a career as uh, an Army officer is absolutely doable with kids, but I just made that choice to allow that career to bless and go on in life and take all the skills that I learned there to create my online business. So now what we do is we integrate with amazing online business owners like yourself um, and help them stay on track. Um, I found that I have a really great way of getting people from point A to point B. Um, I am less so of those um, in, those inter those um, people who have really great ideas. I'm trying to think of what the Visionaries idea is. Or Visionary, there you go, visionary. Um, not that I don't have ideas and things, but those visionaries really need somebody to come alongside them and make sure all of the really great ideas that they have actually come to fruition. So that's what my team and I do. We integrate inside of businesses, create systems, create processes, and then actually put things in place that continue on and we can see improvements pretty quickly because visionaries are beautiful and wonderful, but they're not necessarily doers like we are. So that's how I got from checklists and systems and processes and time on target in the army to using that same kind of thing for online business owners now today um, consistently. So that's what we're doing. You know, it's funny um, that you talk about flying uh, Black Hawk helicopters because, you know, when I was building my traditional financial planning firm, I hired this guy that was a graduate of the Air Force Academy. And, you know, he really tried to build the clientele for about six months, maybe a year. And he came to me and he said, hey, Jim, um, doing this isn't as fun as flying F-18s or F-16s. I don't remember what the Air Force flies, but uh -huh. but regardless, he was, you know, he, he flew jets. 
And I just looked at him and I said, Craig, I don't even know what to say to that. Let me help you pack your stuff, man. Let's get you back in a, <laughs> in a, in a jet. You know, like I, right. I have nothing. Yeah, more fun. Okay. I mean, yeah, I can't compete on the fun on the fun scale. I think I can yeah. help you make more money, but but I, I can't compete on the fun scale. Um, yeah. So that had to be pretty amazing. And, you know, the thing that I find about people that uh, spent time in the military is, like you said, systems, following those systems, um, and, and just knowing that discipline equals success, right? And mm -hmm. so uh, talk about maybe like, uh, or talk about, what are those steps that you would take with an entrepreneur? What's like the first thing that you do? Um, and then kind of your from soup to nuts, what would you do with an entrepreneur? Yeah. Um, and visionary. I think, yeah, a visionary specifically. I mean, I, and all entrepreneurs, if we're going to go down to it, really are visionaries, right? Like they see something that isn't there um, and they create it for themselves and they create, it's like they're they're manifesting a brand new, amazing thing and they put all into it. Um, the beautiful part is, is that they have really great ideas and where they want to go and what that looks like. So we usually start with that. Like, tell me where you want to be. Um, tell me how we're, you know, what the end result is. Because if I know where we're going to go, point B, um, think about it like a roadmap, right? Like if we know what the destination is, then we can find the path to get there. And most of the time, um, the path doesn't necessarily look the same. It almost never does. None of our clients take the same exact path because they have different things to bring into the world. So always start with where we want to go. And I'm a backwards planner. I'm like, okay, great. If in 10 years, we're going to sell this company for $10 million, what do we need to do from here backwards? Um, okay, well, we need to increase some systems. We need to get increase some processes. Do we need to bring in some more team? And we just keep backwards planning until we find the point where we are today and say, okay, today, what can we do today to start? And then it becomes consistency. That's usually the problem with our beautiful visionaries. Not a problem, um, but reason that it works really well for me to, to come alongside them is because it's got to be consistent, right? So we consistently have to... Um, check on how our, our team is doing. We consistently have to um, poll our audience. We consistently have to send out blog posts or emails, you know, the marketing part of it. And a lot of it becomes consistency. And then when we do things over and over and over again, we get enough data in to be able to adjust it, to say, okay, we tried to have these kinds of interviews on and they did really well, but this person or these five people did great. So let's get more of that in. Um, those are all kind of like outside of the box ideas and, and kind of not really specific to um, create Tailwind, but it's it's very much so the same path that all of our entrepreneurs go in. They're always looking for something to get to point B, and then the consistency allows us to continue to do that and bring in more information to adjust as needed as we're moving down the path to that end goal. Does that sound right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's funny because um, you know, figuring out somebody's why, figuring out somebody's what they want. And like you said, their five-year vision, 10-year vision, mm -hmm. whatever it is. Um, and, and, you know, again, what is that exit strategy if there is one, right? Is, um, but, you know, visionaries, they're really good at making that plan, knowing where they want to go. And then they get caught up in the day-to-day -day and they don't, they're not mm -hmm. checking that, that progress and are they putting the things in place to uh, 
to to reach that goal. And I and I I think of it sometimes like a highway. You know, if if you're starting on a two lane highway, right, and mm-hmm. you want to go and you want and you want there to be a certain amount of a volume of cars moving on that highway. If you only have two lanes, it's really, really hard because, uh, you know, it's going to get congested. If we have eight lanes, then that's a little bit different. But if you have eight lanes, then there's the management of those eight lanes. And that's, that's kind of, that's kind of the way that I see it. And then, then each one of those lanes can have resistance. The visionary isn't very good at going in and saying, Hey, something over here is not working very well. What can we do? To, to change that, but also um, when we hit adversity and roadblocks and, and speed bumps, you know, you, the, the, the visionary gets bogged down and stops because there's no implementer. And, yeah. and, and, and I think that systems and the implementer that just, you know, hey, I've asked you three times, and they're not going to say it this way, but hey, I've asked you three times for that. I need that. Like, hey, don't forget I need that. And I, you know, sometimes somebody will send me a text message and I can't actually remember who does this, but some somebody on my team or somebody that text sends me a lot of text messages, they will emphasize it like four times. You know, just <laughs> hey, don't forget about this, don't forget about yeah. this, don't forget about this. And I really like that because it's not like I'm forgetting about it on purpose. It's just not part of my um, personality to, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, to remember, or, you know, I moved, I've moved on to something else, but, but once you have a vision, if you don't have anybody to help you implement it, what's yeah. it worth? Right. And I think that every visionary should have an implementer and, and the systems processes, because there are plenty of people out there that will say, Hey, Jim, here's the whole system process. Just go do it. It, It's never going to work because Jim is not the person to go make that system and process it happen. So all of our clients, we do that. We implement along with the strategy and the suggestions. Like it's going to be, hey, we see it looking like this. And from all the information we have, this is our suggestion. And I think implementer or uh, visionaries are really, they appreciate that, right? Because they most of the time, and I don't know, you know, definitely it's like they don't necessarily care how we get there they just want to make sure we get there and we get there in a really successful way um and then moving through it as long as it's an integrity of the business and the vision of the business um they're like great make that happen (laughs) like they they just want it they just want the highway to work like they just want the highway to work they want all the congestion to get out of there and i love that example so thanks for sharing it because i haven't I've thought about that. I always think of it as a roadmap, but I never think about it from like a two lane to an eight lane. That's a fantastic example. Um, and we can all go a little bit faster and we can move poor people through to the end goal if we have an eight lane that's working really, really, really well. So I love my work. I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful that I also get to align with people that have amazing, crazy cool ideas that are going to completely change the world. Um, in their in their space in their niche, but then also impact so many people. Um, impact is one of the main foundations of our business. Is like how can we impact more people, and that's why we do what we do because we know that if we get these business owners out there into the world and they can impact more because of our work, like that's that's the end end all be all beyond like any 
any other thing that's in there is like we always are thinking about the impact that that we can do for that business and the people that are coming into it. If they feel supported, if they feel like they're getting enough information, if they have good customer service, like all the things come in to making the impact um, really powerful inside of each one of the businesses. Yeah, you know, it's funny because um, when you have vision and, you know, and, and, if your vision is, hey, I want, um, you know, $100 million in my pocket, you know, mm -hmm. that that's kind of a, that's a scarcity vision. So, you know, it's like if you're looking at your, you know, there's not a lot of, that can flow into a scarce closed hand. So you, to me, scarcity mindset is more like this. And then, and then I, I always hate that it's backwards. So then, <laughs> you know, if, if my hand is like this, then I can have a lot of stuff flow through it. And what I mean by that is our vision is always how do we serve and impact our customers? How do we educate people about financial freedom, about infinite banking, about um, real estate or buying businesses or any of those things? Uh, because it's my experience, and, and I think it's your experience too, is the people with all the money are people that run a business. Well, if you invest in real estate, you're in the real estate business. We have mm -hmm. to think like business owners, not like consumers. Maybe yeah. comment on that and what you see out there and what's kind of, you know, the consumer is panicking right now because there's going to be a recession. There's going to be this. The business owner is saying, hey, there's a lot of opportunity coming down the road because of these conditions. So it's a difference yeah. in mindset. It's definitely different in mindset. And I think that, I mean, currently recession, absolutely. Obviously we all did a pandemic. Like all of those things got to be that a lot of people had a freak space. Like they're like, holy crap, what do we do? Like the pandemic for my business as an online support person doubled in the pandemic because all of a sudden it was like, people were like, oh yeah, we can do things online. And I was like, oh yes, we've been doing things online, right? Um, and even in the recession now, it definitely is an opportunity um, the recession, the other thing in the online business world as well is like, you know, we've got AI and what is that doing for um, anybody who's doing any marketing online? You know, what is it doing for how we're increasing efficiencies? And each one of those things become a little bit scary. And then also it's always the opportunity. And I think that's the beautiful part about working with entrepreneurs is because at least in my experience, every single one of them are saying, okay, what is the opportunity here? Like, yes, and how can we make this better? Um, and so I, and in, in all cases, like that should be, I feel like how we are as humans, right? Like we can go into any situation and say, this is something that I'm not familiar with. What is the lesson here? And how can I um, make the best decisions for my family, for my business, for my future? based on the current information I have and uh, giving ourselves a little bit of grace to say, we're going to make great decisions today on all of the things that we have, knowing that we can always adjust as needed coming, moving forward into the future. Um, and I was talking with my son, he's 12 and we were talking about this exact same thing last night. Like we can make the best decisions that we can today on all the information that we have, knowing that we also have the grace to change our mind or to adjust as society adjusts as we move forward into um, the future. And obviously his future is long, um, but having him have a discussion with myself and my husband around that is just really powerful to give that lesson to this very young person um, 
So I, I absolutely love the idea of that. And I think that um, I think if we continue to move into the world with that as people that are interacting with other people in a recession, out of a recession, pandemic or no pandemic, um, we really can't go wrong because we're always consistently learning throughout. Yes, yeah, kind of like if you're moving forward. It's funny that you said that about the pandemic because five or six years ago, maybe a little bit longer than that. Um, oh gosh, I guess it had to be around eight years ago. We started using WebEx and and I remember when Nick joined Create Tailwind, he's living in Louisville, Kentucky, right? And mm -hmm. I was living part of the year in South Dakota, part of the year in Florida. So it's kind of like, okay, how do we work together on a daily basis? And we were using WebEx and all of my peers were like, oh, you're, that's not going to work. People aren't going to do business with you over, you know, you know, camera, you know, a webcam and, you mm -hmm. know, all this stuff. And I'm like, why? Why wouldn't they? I would rather not have to go to somebody's office if my doctor would meet with me, and which my doctor does, 90% of the time. I mean, every once in a while I have to go in, but, um, <laughs> but you know, like, why wouldn't I want to do that? I mean, mm -hmm. who wants to go and sit in an office and wait? And then, you know, I mean, who wants to do that? Nobody. So the thing that's funny is then when the pandemic came around, then everybody was totally cool with Zoom, you know, WebEx turned into and I'm sure there still is WebEx, maybe, but, um, you know, turned into Zoom, right? And Zoom, mm -hmm. um, everybody knows how to get on a Zoom meeting and everybody knows how to, um, you know, you know what the best feature of Zoom is, Marie? What's that? Is they have a thing that says, enhance my appearance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you yes. can slide it. Mine slid all the way. To, this is <laughs> as good as it gets. This is as much enhancement as you can get. But yeah. uh, I'm just kidding. So you have an interesting name to your company. So tell yeah. me about that and tell me why. Yeah. So my company name is First Cup to Close. And when I started my business, I just kept sitting down and thinking like, I want to align with amazing business owners. And what would they do? They would pick up a cup of coffee. And if I thought about them sitting next to me in a coffee shop, which is very much so kind of our vibe. Like, okay, we have a project we're going to do. Let's sit down. Let's have a conversation around it. And then to the close of that project or the, to the close of our day, I just kept thinking, all right, so the first cup to the close. And so that's kind of where everything came in and came around. I've thought about, you know, adjusting it, but I love the coffee house feel. I love being able to say, you know, we're just having a great conversation and how are we going to impact the world with it? Um, and so it's hopefully it feels like that. Um, and it also allows me to not be the the entire face of my business. Like I have an amazing team. Um, I love that they support our work and our clients work consistently. Um, and then that's not just my name. Like if I, I do have MarieMac.com because uh, it was for sale and of course I'm going to buy that. Um, but, you know, having my business underneath an, an open business name allows me to bring in other people, probably very similar to Create Tailwind, right? Like Jim is not the only person in that business. Um, although you're the main face, there are also a lot of really great support people there. And that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be the system um, that helps people create the systems. So first kept to close just kind of came around from that and I haven't changed it yet. So we'll see. You know, it's, it's funny because in the very beginning, people would ask me, what do you mean create Tailwind? And, and you know, it, it's, it's perfect because then I would say most people are fighting a financial headwind and we show you how to create a tailwind and so instead of fighting a headwind you can ride the tailwind and mm -hmm. and go well, how do you do that you know okay perfect 
go to our yeah. go to our community, join and take some courses, right? And uh, you know what when when I look at what you guys do and what how you're helping people, again, it comes to impact, but it comes to intent. If you're working with companies that you believe are going to go have impact on their communities and on the country, and they're going to show people something or help people obtain something that's going to better their lives, meaning there's a there's a true uh, servant attitude of that mm-hmm. company, then you know I, I would think you get more excited about helping that company uh, succeed because you know they're 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 serving some need out there. Yeah, absolutely. And every single person, um, even now, I still take all of our sales calls, and I'm very specific about the clients that we accept. Um, thankfully, I I am my own business owner, and I can say no to people. Um, and if I get on a call with somebody who's like, oh, I want to get your services and they're like, how many you know dollars can you bring in? How much, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like they look so much at the numbers as opposed to saying, you know, I have something really amazing out there in the world that I want to share. Like that then resonates with myself and my team because we are impact driven people. Um, and so it, it's fascinating the amount of people that come in that are just like, what are the numbers? Where did I do the thing? And if you just support me, then we'll all make millions of dollars. Like if I was in here for millions of dollars, I would have already had that by now. Like that's not why I'm doing that. I do this and my team does this because we love the people that are there and know that that impact is possible if the visionaries can have the consistency of the implementers. So it all sorts of works, it works together. And the people that are out there that really do need to have somebody come alongside them, they gravitate towards the right sorts of um, businesses, I think. Um, and so we're specific with who we take in. And then I also don't do any marketing for my business. I choose to organically find those people and it's either in networking events or like um, with our case, you know, I had talked to Nick a couple times about doing some different joint venture deals and it just felt like we were in the right space. So it's, I think it's a healthy way to do consistent business because you're working with people that you know that you can really help and you're bringing in the right kind of people because they gravitate towards that name, that feel, that energy um, that's inside the business. And I know it's the same inside of Create Tailwind as well. Like you've put together the courses for people to say, yes, that's me and step forward into being the best clients that they can be for Create Tailwind too. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I like to say is, and I've had this happen a few times, um, and I would say over the next, you know, it doesn't happen all the time for me, but this is what I say to somebody when I, when I want to tell them that I just don't want to work with them for whatever reason. And there's numerous reasons, but I've been thinking about this doctor in Tampa that called me and said, Hey, I'm going to get advice from you. And then I'm going to get advice from this other firm. And then I'm going to take, and I'm just like, um, no, thanks. And he goes, no, 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 but I'm, I'm, I want to be a client of yours. And I said, you know, no, thanks. And he said, why? And I said, well, one of the great things about my business is I don't have to work with anybody I don't want to. And mm-hmm. I've decided I don't want to work with you. That's it. And, yeah. and it's so freeing because when you don't make that judgment call and you take on that client that is already saying they're not going to listen to you or they are just focused on money or, you know, what, hey, another one that I don't like is, hey, Jim, whatever you think, just do it. And, you know, like, I don't want, I don't need to understand it. No, yes, you do. 
you need to yeah. understand it. If you want to be a client of mine, you're going to understand this stuff better than most people teaching it out there. Yeah, I think that that's cool. I love the philosophy of your company and, and I'm sure it's going to grow and grow. And uh, I think that's great. And again, yeah, thank you for your service, uh, flying Blackhawk helicopters and protecting our country. So Marie, the tough question now. If okay. God came down from heaven, Marie, and said you could only retain the knowledge that you've obtained from one book that you've read, what book would that be? Uh, that book would probably be The Four Agreements. Oh, you I like that, that one. Ah, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that that book, I read it multiple years ago and somebody suggested it at a networking event recently. And I was like, okay, I'll read it again. And I was just like, yes, of course. You know, when you read something, same thing with the Bible, right? You read it and then you read it and then you read it. And then all of a sudden you read it and you're like, oh yes. So it's been a current book, but also super powerful. So I think that um, easy to remember something to live by powerful in business and life and just kind of an all-encompassing. So the four I've agreements. I've noticed that all of those books, like if you took the four agreements and I'm going to have you um, remind people of the four, the, I know the two in my head that I like, like it pounded into my head always, but um, all of these books, you can go back and find Bible verses that say the same thing. The, have yeah. you ever noticed that? Right. Yeah. And I'm not knocking the book. I think it's great because somebody took that, maybe they read the Bible, maybe they didn't, but, but you know, there's that truth comes back to the Bible, but remind everybody what the four truths are, or the four agreements are. You'll have to help me too. So, so um, the four agreements are, don't take anything personally, basically. One of my favorites. Yes. Um, do your very best, which is one of my favorites. I have it actually written out multiple times. Today, all they want you to do is do your very best, don't make no assumptions, which is a very difficult one to do a lot. And the last one is escaping me. Help don't me take, out, Jim. Okay, so don't take anything personally. Oh, yes. I know what it is. I know what it is because <laughs> is uh, be impeccable with your words. Yes, be impeccable with your word. That's perfect. Yeah, with your word. And and you know what? If you think about that, you know, it. I take that that as, you know, think. Think about what you're going to say before you say it. And, and that is like one of my, one of my biggest things with people that, and it's something I struggle with because if I get mad, I'm not impeccable with my word, but mm -hmm. uh, not taking anything personally, that's a huge one too. And, um, you know, don't assume we all, we all know that whole that old thing about don't assume, right? And uh, and do your best, you know? Like yep. if I could add one more, it'd be make progress, you know, just like make agree forward. to make progress. The, some days are gonna be fast, some days are gonna be slow, but you know, Nick always uh, says that I'm kind of like a barge, you know? You know, I, I kind of maybe would wanna be like a, you know, a 70 foot yacht, but a barge, I guess I'll take it, you know, just kind of <laughs> moving forward. So, uh, uh, but no, that's, that's a great book. And I don't think Marie that anybody has said that book. So thank you for sharing Good. it. I think it's been around for like 20 some years or maybe 25 oh. years, but you know, like you said, Hey, think and grow rich is still a great book. And that's been around a long time. 
How to Win Friends and Influence People, another book that's been around a long time, a great book. There are a lot of great classic books. And Marie, thank you so much for coming on and sharing. And we're going to wrap this up like we always do with something that's old, but still amazing from Earl Nightingale. And here goes Earl with his his, uh, amazing words. Thank you, Marie, and thank you, Earl. Here's the key to success and the key to failure. We become what we think about. Now let me say that again. We become what we think about. Once again, thank you so much for taking the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. If you are looking to discover new wealth building strategies, then go to community.createtailwind.com. That's community.createtailwind.com to join our free online community and get access to free courses and in-depth training videos designed to help you build wealth and break away from the herd. Click the link in the show notes to access the community today. Thanks again for listening.